Good afternoon. This is Patty at Blog Talk Radio. And this is Kay Wad. And we are on live today with a couple of authors, a couple of poets. And I need to know which one's which because I have a couple of people on the line. So let me check in with one. Charles, is this you? Yes, it is. Awesome. Okay, let me put your name on here. Okay, so we're on live with Charles Burgess, and he is a poet and writer of multiple books, and he's from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Charles, give us a little introduction to you. This is Charles Burgess, author, poet, among many other things. Um, as we said, residing in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, um, releasing my eighth and ninth book coming this month. <laughs> well, that's simple. <laughs> okay, we also have uh, your partner in crime, so to speak, on the line. Mr. Germond, are you on? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? Yeah, Mr. Walker. Uh, would you give us a little introduction to yourself? Um, aspiring poet. Um, just started three years ago, and it's it's been good to me. You know, it's a way to map out my emotions and all my feelings, and help me grow as a human being. I read that you're using that as therapy. Yes, poetry is my therapy. That was me. Awesome. So, Charles, how did you meet Mr. Walker? Um, I originally met him visiting the poetry set. They have a they have an awesome poetry set here in Milwaukee. It happens every Tuesday. Um, and Jamal was one of the poets there, and I watched him perform a couple times and. He had knew I had wrote a book. He had heard about me, and he just was like one of the first persons when I walked through the door, bought my book, and we started talking, and I just started watching him, and we became friends. Awesome. So what was your idea? I know that you were you were already working on Touched by Two Souls when you met um, Mr. Walker and decided that, hey, he would be a perfect fit for you uh, and to help him out. Is that the idea? Um, actually, no, that wasn't the idea. The idea was to write a book called Touched by a Soul, and I was making some posts on Facebook, and Jamon commented on a post, and a light bulb went on in my head, like, hey, he needs to be in the book. He works too hard. And I brought the idea to him, and he just, he, he loved the idea, and he was like, I'm, I'm in and so I said, okay, we're going to change the name to Touched by Two Souls, and we'll go from there. 
Yes, I remember that. We had a single uh, picture before, and I said, well, this would be interesting. Now you have a, a subtitle called Sleeveless Emotions. Explain that to us. Sleeveless Emotions um, came about, I was actually with a friend, and I was listening to a CD she did, and I was like, oh, that's an awesome idea. So I well, we read a couple uh, pieces that I had and thought about some music to go with them and went to the studio and just recorded them and I said, okay, well, this, if I'm going to do a book, I could do a CD and we'll make it all one. And I thought of the name for the CD to be um, Sleeveless Emotions. Awesome. Uh, just to let everyone know that we are we are accepting phone calls, so please call 714-242-5145. That's 714-242-5145. We will take uh, questions, comments. Uh, just want to talk to the guys? That's just terrific, too. Give us a call. We're also on Facebook. And I'll be adding those to the chat for Charles and for Mr. Walker. That way you guys can contact them through Facebook. I'm going to let you guys know now that we have a special. Right, Charles? Absolutely. Is the show special? And we're talking $1.99 for the PDF version of this book. That's his brand-new book, Touched by Two Souls, Slavish Emotions, and it's limited one-hour time. So what you need to do, everyone, is you need to uh, get a hold of either myself or Mr. Walker or Charles. Give us your email address, and we will hook you up with a PDF version of this brand-new book just in the printing mode. So you'll get off <laughs> you'll get the right off the digital file there. So uh, that's an awesome deal. And then if you love it so much we want you to buy the book too of course. But uh, the idea is that you get in the very first copies of this book for only a dollar ninety nine. So that's a show special. Again, it's only good for an hour and you need to hook up with one of the three of us with your email address so that way we can we can hook you up with a with a copy. So again, its phone number is 714-242-5145. Okay, I've got some questions for you guys. Any interesting writing things that you've got going on other other than the this particular book? What else you have coming up? First, uh Charles uh, multiple projects um, besides Touched by Two Souls. Um, I have a book coming that's almost ready called Cricket and Honey, The Right to Remain Silent, which will be a two-book series. Um, also, the second book of my seven to eight book gangster series, The Ghetto Sopranos, it's subtitled Six Laws of Power. The first one was Rise with the Family. Is just about complete. Um, I'm going into a more serious novel right after that, titled Bittersweet Till Death Do Us Part. It's still going to be fiction, but it's going to be done in a way that the story is written to, you know, kind of touch people's lives who've been through that 
that before with uh, domestic violence in their relationship. And another serious product I have that's coming is going to be, you know, geared towards the younger audience. Um, it's a story about two kids who play basketball very, very well, and they end up getting hooked up with the wrong people, and they end up playing basketball for a lot of money, and they put their life in in um, jeopardy. And besides that, there's probably um, 20 other books that I'm working on. So if you're not part of the group Die Hard Readers, you please join the group. It's on Facebook, Die Hard Readers. I will add that to your chat here in a few minutes, just to let everybody know. Um, Mr. Walker says, "How did you, how did you meet Charles, and and what was your impression, and um, you know, how did that relationship gel for you?" Um, I met Charles when I was at the open mic at PU, and. He was selling this book, and it was one of those things where it was like, like, I'm really feeling that. And, you know, like, one of the things about my poetry is, well, at that point in time, it was no fluff and stuff. It was just, I'm going to give you the brutal, honest truth of this is what's wrong, and this is what I see, and we need to do better. And he was like, man, bro. You did your thing, you know, and then, you know, I bought a copy of the book and I read the book and it was one of those things where it was like, one of the ladies that I was talking to, she she took the book, so I had to hit him up to like, you know, I'm, I'm going to need another book because I ain't get finished with it. And then <laughs> he gave me his second book, Bewildered, and then it was just like, man, this brother can write. And then like back and forth, I've been letting him know, like, I want to write. You know, I want to I want to tell my story, so I've been in the process of knowing that myself, like just writing and showing the evolution from my first days at the open mic to where I'm at now in life. So, you know, it's been just a a great a great friendship. You know, he's always supporting me. Like when I write, whenever I post a note on Facebook with one of my poems, you know. He's always one of the first to comment or let me know, like, bro, I see the growth in you, you know. You know we, we've chopped it up on several occasions just to, you know, get the stuff about being men off our chest. And, like, you know, it, it's something really that men can actually do because where we from, it's a crab mentality that as soon as you try to do better, somebody always trying to snatch you back down. So it's good I to have you. some kind of good to have some kind of support. You know. Yeah, that's that's what it's all about. Uh, that's, that's how uh, Charles and I got started is thought of trying to support others. Um, mm-hmm. So what what do you have going on as far as writing be, besides this book? By the way, I want you to know somebody's on the line and I want to let them know and get you to them in about 30 seconds here. So um, go ahead and, and is there anything else that you're working on as far as writing? Yeah, I'm working on pretty much my life story, and I'm working on a. I don't know. I'm obsessed with zombies right now, so I'm doing a little, a little sci-fi thriller, and then the rest of my poetry, oh, cool. the, the, the evolution from my first days at the open mic to 
me wanting to be a better writer till now. Yeah. You said you're writing about zombies? Yeah, I'm, I'm writing a little science fiction thing. Awesome. Well, you have to send me a piece of that when you get, get a little closer, okay? Because I'm I definitely, into, definitely into that kind of stuff. Okay, so we've got somebody on the line, and I'm not sure if they want to talk, but we'll see. The last four digits on your phone number is 2750. Are you are you on? Yes, that's me, Dana. Hey, Dana. Do you have a question I'm or just, comment for the guys? No, I'm just listening. Just listening? Okay. Mm-hmm. You guys want to say anything? Is uh, Dana a friend or... Is that Dana Page? Yes, it is. How you doing, Ms. Page? I'm doing good. How you doing, child? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thanks for calling in and listening to the show. Yes. Yes, thank you, Ms. Page, for supporting. She's uh, She also is a blogradio.com listener. She poured me on my other endeavors that I do. Awesome. Thank you. Definitely, definitely a great thing. Okay, I'm going to put you on hold, Paige. And thanks for uh, mm-hmm. listening, and you can stay on the line. I got your tag there. That way I know who you are, okay? Thank okay. you. And we have a couple other people who are, are sending notes on chat so uh, and listening to you on chat, so that's good to know. I've got somebody who's reading something in here. We'll see what they got to say. And it's on that. Charles, when did you realize that you wanted to be a writer? I didn't hear you. What did you say? I said, when did you realize you wanted to be a writer? Um, that's a good that's a good question. Um, because I was I think I told this to G D too. I had wrote a story and I always thought that this one story I wrote was my first story and I was speaking with my godmother one day and she said I have a book that you wrote by hand when you were like 12 or 13. I still have the book. And I was like, wow. So I, I guess it's been around for a long, long time. Um, I, and I didn't realize that, but it, I had wrote another story that I never published, and I was maybe 19 or 20 at the time, and we all know that's a long time ago, but it was called Time Out for Justice, and that was a story that I passed around the neighborhood to my friends, and that story went from person to person to person to person, and it was handwritten, and people loved the reading. So I, I, I figured one day I would really write a book. Awesome. And then uh, I know that you have your first book that you wrote uh, and actually published. Tell us a little bit about that one. Um, the first book I actually wrote and published was called Homies. I was well, I was actually on my way to a doctor's appointment, and I was um, reading this book by Zane. And after I, I couldn't stop reading the book, and I was I thought about it. I said, Well, I could really, really, really write a book and publish it after reading this book. And when I got back to work the next day, instead of working, I started writing this book um, called Homies. Um, it was a book about three men who were best friends, but they each had individual problems why they couldn't have a monogamous relationship. Um, they all had money. Uh, one was a engineer for G Medical. One was a professional NFL football player, and the other was had, had his own um, 
medical practice. Um, but they each had a different scenario why they wouldn't they wouldn't date separately. It had to be three women. They all had to go out together because of something in their past that happened. Well, two of the men eventually find happiness, and one of them still goes through his thing. But um, and it makes me want to think about if I should write a book too to that. But that book was, it wasn't a very long book, maybe 140, 147 pages, a short read. And it was my first experience at publishing a book. Good. Now, why wouldn't you uh, publish the earlier ones and you chose Homies as your first one? It's just, I, I guess when you do certain things in your life, you you um have to come to a point where you get serious about something and making it really happen. You know, there's probably a million people that really want to write a book, and there's probably two million people that actually started writing a book. But to yeah. actually go out and make it happen, you know, you got to come to that point in your life. I get messages every day from people on Facebook that, oh, I want to write a book, I want to write a book. And, you know, my main question to them is, okay, well, where are you at in the process? Right. So, you know, it's, it's like... You know, you say this, and do you do this? Right. You know, Saying and I doing wanna, are two different things. All right. I want to bungee jump. I really do, but I'm not at that point in my life to strap a cord to me and jump off a mountain or a helicopter. <laughs> well, some authors would say that that's what you did when you actually decided <laughs> to publish. <laughs> you, you jumped off a, a very tall bridge and trying to make that happen. So uh, I, I find that days we're kind of bungee jumping, in, so to speak. There's some days where we're up and down, you know? Yep. So, uh, uh, Mr. Walker, I know that we you uh, obviously share a lot of your poetry with others uh, live. What do you think that would change by having it in print? You know, the the one thing about being published as an author is the your pro, your product is out there, and you be able to reach different people. You know, it's one thing where being at the open mic is only like maybe two hundred some people there that sees me. You know, and I'm, I'm touching somebody, you know, that's in the audience with what I have to say. But being an author and on paper, you have an opportunity to touch millions. Exactly. Once you're in print, you know, once you're in print, you can go, and next thing you know, you somebody in China could be picking up your book, or somebody in Israel, you know. It's one of those things where it's just being out there to more people, more people to influence, you know. That's, that's true. Things. That's true. And that, and that's exactly what, you know, every author is trying to do is to touch more people, uh, obviously get a bigger audience. Mm. It's one thing that being local is just wonderful because, you know, you, you've got the one-on-one interaction, but you can touch a lot more people once you get in a book. That's exactly true. And, of course, uh, the books nowadays are not just in print. They're now in uh, e-book. So 
you've got you've got uh, issues with you know you've got more broader scope because people who don't want to buy a print book they're from a different country they can buy an ebook so that's a wonderful thing about ebooks. It'd be a wonderful thing to you know one of the things I do about my poetry is I read out my phone so for somebody else to be able to look at their iPhone or their their BlackBerry or their Droid and be able to read one of my poems from this book and let it know uh-huh. that you know it helped them somewhat you know that's that's a great that's a great feeling you know because it's always it's always about as a writer being able to tell your story and convey your message you know exactly. Hoping somebody hear you. You have a message from someone. You've got a message from the Legend Entertainment Group. They wanted to let you know that they are very excited for both of you. And said, congratulations to Jay and Charles. Thank you. That's a Legends Entertainment Group. Thank you, Legends. You also have Cotton on the line. Oh, she was. She's actually on chat, and she's uh, sending me a note for you guys, Cotton Carpenter. Get them. Okay. Anyway, uh, so letting you guys know that I'm passing on your messages as, as I'm getting them. Hello, everyone. They have, yeah. They have there having a little bit of problem apparently with the chat on uh, Blog Talk here, so <laughs> a little technical. It, you know, technology is a wonderful thing, but it doesn't always work quite right. And Cotton wanted me to tell you that she just wanted you guys to know that she's supporting you. Thank you, Cotton. So she's here to Thank show you your support. She said, keep doing what you guys are doing. So what does uh, uh, I know uh, quite a bit about Charles, obviously, but uh, Mr. Walker, what does your family think about your poetry and your writing? Well, my um, I have this this thing where I've talked to my daughter about being a poet, and like as of the last couple of years, when I'm out and about. It's a lot of people that will walk up to me and be like, hey, you J-Dub. And, you know, with her being five at the time, she's looking at me like, no, this is my daddy. So it was one of those things like they looking and she looking and it's like, oh, man, I love your poetry. And then I'm having to explain to her that I write poetry and this is what daddy do. And then it's just one of those things where my wife, she supports me totally, you know. She's a poet herself. And she's a phenomenal R&B artist, and she, as a writer, she's helped me grow. You know, from the old days of prose to being able to really work with my similes and metaphors better. Yeah, I, I got a great support system with my family. You know, even got my guy brothers writing poetry now when they go to the open mic. So it's just a good outlet. So you're inspiring others as well as being inspired. 
Yes, ma'am. That's awesome. So uh, that comes to the question, what exactly inspires you? What inspires me? God. No, like, God inspires me. That's one of the reasons why, like, yeah. as, as a writer, I've changed from being as Jada, the angry poet, to Mr. Walker, to just being J-Dub now, where you see the growth, you know. As soon as, as, soon as I get get my other book situated, you know, you'll see the growth as a writer. But my influence is mainly predominantly being God, you know, coming back and finding my purpose and working on the greater good of making myself a better man, you know, trying to be righteous as, as yeah. possible. How about you? How about you, Charles? What inspires you? Uh, I haven't, I haven't been in the poetry mood for a while, so I don't really, you know, it, it is something that has to come to me by inspiration. I think the last time I was in Arizona with you, I was probably mostly inspired. Um, I remember that night going home after we had went, we had a meeting, we went out for dinner, and I went home and I probably wrote like. 20 poems, and I think since then, I did a little something on Facebook one night, and I was just telling people, I said, okay, we're going we're gonna to do a little challenge here. I let them challenge me. I was like, um, give me a subject and give me five minutes, and I'm going to write a poem for you, and that's really what inspired the book, too, that night. Um, I had people just, we were on a long message, and they were just giving me a title. Give me a title. Give me a title. Five minutes later, I was done with a 15, 20-line uh, poem form, and I said, okay, I'm, I'm going to do a poetry book. So it's just different inspiration with me. I, 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 I mean, I love the poetry scene. I love the set. Jamon's trying to get me to get on stage and perform. Um, I just I don't know if I'm ever going to do that. That might happen. I don't, I'm not sure. Hmm. I'm going to try to get good. Charles to come out to any upper mic that I'm near. And he he always puts that fight up. Yeah. Uh, just letting everybody know that again the call number and if you were waiting in line and and knocked off, sorry about that. Try again and we'll get you right in. It's seven one four two four two five one four five. Seven one four two four two five one four five. We're also on chat. You guys can leave me a message here. I'm also we're also on Facebook, so uh, also just let you know that you've got the profile there on chat, which is below the area of the show. So if you scroll down, you'll see the chat area for those who are uh, not quite getting where where we are on chat. So uh, the Facebook page and profiles are right there. You can get in contact with any of us in order to hook you up with that uh, PDF version that's $1.99 special for Touched by Two Souls. And again, that's only good through the show here. So the question is going to be, is there another poetry book coming from either of you? That would have on my to be, end. On my end, that might be have to be um, an inspirational thing to happen again. 
I'm leaning more to taking underground expressions to the greeting card business. So I'm looking right. forward to writing writing more for the greeting card business. But you never know. I might compound some pieces and talk to um, J-Dub again and a few other poets. Um, you know me. If anybody says, hey, I want to do a book, then it, it'll happen. It'll happen. But right now working on bar- probably about 20 novels and a couple anthologies has, you know, kind of got my attention drawn in that direction. Right. You like to help uh, aspiring authors, and that's what it's all about with you. Okay. So are you guys ready to read a little bit from your stuff, or are you going to be uh, shy with me? Oh, uh, <laughs> let me see. I gotta find something. Like, like okay. I say, every like most of my stuff is in my is in my phone. So, give me a minute. What I'm looking for is maybe one one piece from the book itself, and then one piece maybe you know from something that you didn't put in the book. So, uh, I'm not sure. I know Charles. Charles, you ready with something? No, give me a minute and I'll read something from the book. Uh, let me, I got to go to Weavers and find something oh. real quick. Okay, well, I'll let you do that. You go with the Weavers and Dreams and get that for me. Um, so as far as where people are going to find the novel, I'll let them know now. Uh, your, your book's going to be out in Kindle format this week and also it's going to be available uh, through the publisher website in almost every conceivable way. So it's easier to find where you guys are go, by going directly to the publisher website, and that is AZ, like in Arizona, publishingservices.com. And there's a bookstore on there, so slash bookstore.php. So you just go on azpublishingservices.com, you'll find the bookstore on there. You click there. Now you go down and find their book. It's going to be in different formats. You can either buy it directly from the publisher in the print format with free shipping, or you can buy, if you're more comfortable, you can buy it straight, you can buy it in Amazon. But you can use the link right on the website, on the publisher website, to get to any other format you you want to buy it from, wherever you're comfortable. Or if you've got a Nook, that's just going to be on the Nook, and if you've got a Kindle, it'll be in the Kindle. But go ahead and use the uh, publisher website in order to get to every conceivable way for you to be able to buy the book. That's been AZ Publishing's goal to have more options for any reader cannot use an excuse that they can't find your book and can't uh, don't and want it in a different format than what we're giving. It's just not going to be the case. <laughs> So, you have a website, any fan site. What's going on, guys? You got blogs going on that people can contact you? Um, you can always contact me on Facebook as Mr. Walker Walking With God or on Twitter, Walking With God. And uh, I also do a radio show on blowradio.com, the man's panel, where we always take phone calls and help people What's- out. What's the, uh, if you want to give me that on Facebook, I can copy and paste it into the chat here. We'd love to, okay. you know, what we call a cross-promoting cross there, you know? Okay. So, you give me that, I'll just definitely 
popping on the chat here for everybody because I like everybody to know where you guys are. Uh, again, your uh, Facebook uh, Facebook designation is already on the chat for everyone to know. And whichever one of you is ready to start spitting for me, let me know. Well, I got a poem. It's okay. called The Battle. There we go. What comes out of battle isn't nearly as important as who comes out of battle. God often works to victory through us as well as in us. We come out of battle with grace and mercy and a little better grasp of God's sovereignty. The victory has never been the victory has never been lost, but has always been promised. But the victory is going to take blood, sweat, and tears. His blood, our sweat and tears from both of us staying face down. Don't give up. Keep your faith. It's not who your flesh loves, but who loves you. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. Lamentations 3.24 Be fully dependent on the Lord. There is nothing he's never done or seen before. Give yourself away to him. Allow the King of kings, Lord of lords, and the Alpha and Omega to use you abundantly. Don't allow your soul to be defeated while fighting with your enemy, but allow your enemy to be defeated by the source that fills your soul. You praise and put it in your hands. Let it go and realize the battle has already been won, for you are still standing. Now, is that from the book, or is that or is that separate? That, that should be in the book. That should okay. be in the book. I just, wanted, I just wanted you to tell us. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's in the book. Okay, hang on. I got somebody on the line. I'm not sure if they want to speak, but the last four numbers are 4872. Are you there? Uh, yes, I am. Did you want to say something to the guys? Oh, sure. I wanted to read a poem. This is Angela Stevenson Ringo. Okay. I'm pretty good in myself. All right. Okay, the name of my poem is uh, Turning Back the Hands of Time. As we walk along the blue sea, no one was there except you and me. Life was the way it was meant to be. When I woke up, it was just me. I searched around, but she was nowhere to be found. I panicked when I heard my own heartbeat pound. I'm alone and confused, and I don't know what to do. Everything around me seems so new. Nothing is the way it seems. It's like I'm in some kind of dream. I can hear you walking to the door with your key. I can hear you singing to me. I can feel your warm embrace as you kiss me on my face. I can feel your touch as you tell me why you love me so much. The scent of your cologne lingering in the air, and then I realize life is so unfair because you really wasn't there. I close my eyes and I say a prayer, remembering the good times we shared. And whenever I feel alone and scared, I close my eyes and you are there. And that is from my book, Poems of Love, Volume 1. Awesome. Thanks for sharing Thank that with us, Angela. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Yeah, I, I particularly like that because you got you got, you got a little uh, time travel going on there. That's awesome. Yes, well, thank you. Yeah. I'm glad you like it. 
Yeah, good. Stay um, stay stay in better contact with me, Angela. This is Charles, one of your Facebook friends. Stay in better contact with me. I'd like to find out more about what you're doing with the poetry book and you know some of your marketing techniques and what's going on. I'm sure um, this is my first poetry book. Um, I do have eight novels to date, but this is my first poetry book. And Mr. Jamon oh, okay. is he is a poet, and this is what he does. So um, I would like for him to talk to more poets who already have a poetry book out there circulating in some of the ways they are marketing their poetry book. Um, I think that would be a good insight for him to find out and and um, know those certain things. Okay, also, that's fine. Also, if you'd like to share that one, get, get in contact with uh, Charles, and if you'd like to share that one in order to do some promoting, um, I've got a couple of ways for you to share that. Okay. Oh, okay. And uh, I'll get you, get you potential buyers, okay? Because I, I like that idea, okay. and, of course, it, it matches kind of what I write. So <laughs> oh, it was interesting okay. to me. It was interesting to me. Okay. Well, so get a hold of Charles. He, you know, he has direct contact with me at all times. So, um, oh, okay. okay. Thank you, Angela. And thank you. Okay, I'm gonna put I'm gonna keep you on there but I'm gonna put you on hold, okay, so you can still listen. Oh, okay, that's fine. Okay. We have somebody else on the line. Uh this last four digits are four five five eight. Are you there? Or four five five eight? Yes, I'm here. Would you like to share something with us? You wanna to talk to Charles or Mr. Walker? No, I just came on to Listening to the conversation. Just listening. Okay. What's your first name? Shante. Shante. Okay. Is that Shante, my cousin? Yes. Is that is 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 that my cousin Shante? Yes, it is. <laughs> hey Shante. Hey, how are you? I'm great. We're gonna get Shante to write a book too. She's all the way down in Alabama, so we're gonna get her to write a book too. I know she's been busy with school and a lot of stuff going on. She says she's gonna write a book, so I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna stay on top of her to write a book. Awesome! Well, welcome, Shante. That's a lovely. That's a lovely name. Thank you. Okay, so I'm gonna put Shante on hold. I'll give you guys the piece. Um, I was listening to Jamon's piece, and I said, "Let me try to compliment his piece with a piece." Um, awesome. We're ready. This, We're ready. This one is called God's Child. Is it, it's what is inside? What is it inside of me, making me lose control? Who is that inner demon grasping at my soul? Cast away the unwanted, free my soul, soul free me. For what I want to know more of is what is ungodly. Let me be as I let it be, to walk upon his path, to receive my comfort from his rod and thy staff. For once in my life, let me end the demonic disaster. For he is the creator of all things, and man's only master. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, I submit. Can you hear me? Are you there? Let me take to my knees and try this again through prayer. Heavenly Father, for I have sinned, but thank you for loving me from beginning to end. For you, our Lord, are surreal, and I beg of your blood to cover me. For without you, I'm just a journeyman, waiting waiting for more demons to discover me. But now, Lord, I realize what I should have had all the while, for that it's you that gave me life, and I am God's child. 
And what's the title of that one again? That one's called God's Child, and that one is also in the book. Um, okay. People have to understand when I thought about this book, it's going to be different kind of poetry from all walks of life. You know, you're going to have some spiritual stuff. You know, it's going to be some funny stuff. It's going to be some erotic stuff. It's, 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 a, it's a mixture of all different types of, of poetry, and that's what that's another thing I like about J-Dub. He doesn't have, he's just not one, he's not a one-dimensional poet. When I read his stuff that he that he submitted to me, it was all over the place, and I like that because I'm all over the place. It's that <laughs> inspiration at that moment what you feel like writing and you feel like sharing. That's it. That's exactly it. Exactly it. Now I uh, know that uh, Mr. Walker had shared his Twitter information on chat to let everyone know. And if you have anything else you can add on that, this website or blog or wherever you uh, frequent, then go ahead and share that too. That's great. So what do you guys hope to uh, accomplish? What do you hope that they get out of this book when they read it? First, uh, let's let's start with Mr. Walker. Well... I want somebody to be able to to know that somebody been through something similar to what they what they're going through. You know, whether you know, a few of my pieces they they stem from relationships. You know, to self reflection. Excuse me, to um, just everyday life where you know is is. Just to know that somebody else is going through the same thing that, that they went through, or that they're going through it, like like with the battle, here's one of those poems they just plain and simple tell you: keep your head up, you know, and God has your back. Whether you know, no matter what you got to do, there's always somebody out there that you can connect with. You just might not know it, but there's somebody out there. Awesome. And I see. I see Legends is posting our information. Thank you, Legends. Yes, I see that. Thank you. That's, uh, I'm, hopefully, I'm hopefully one day, I know a lot of people don't know, that's probably on my page um, or listening in that new me. I would love to hopefully one day get in the studio and record a piece with um, Mrs. Walker, your mom's wife. Her voice is just so soulful. She, I, I remember buying her CD, and I played it probably for three months straight into a war because she just has an awesome voice. So hopefully we'll work that little part out and get into the studio and put something together to maybe for the Sleeve This Emotion CD. Wow. Yeah, we, That's... yeah we're working on that right now. You know, time-wise, it's just trying to get her back in the studio right right now. Time-wise, it's, just, it's real hectic, but yeah. Paul's yeah. running my family. <laughs> well, tell us about uh, you know, the, the different pieces that, that you put into the book. Oh, man, my pieces. Just, it's a range. I have, I have an erotic piece. I have a real sentimental piece. I have, I have a piece that reflects on a bad relationship. 
have a piece that's in there about myself that, you know, showing the growth that I had from my early my early days of being a a young misguided hustler to now, you know. I've I've touched I've touched base. I touch base with a with a couple of pieces. I got a social commentary. If anybody ever heard of the last poets, I reached out to I reached out to him and I asked him if it was possible for me to to remake "Niggas Is Still Scared." And mm-hmm. well, that's the name of the poem. "Niggas Is Still Scared," but it's a go back off of "Niggas Is Scared of Revolution." And that was from like 1969, but in a way, it's just it's a social commentary, and it hit home, especially here in Milwaukee, and some of the things that's been happening lately, you know. So all it is is a, a poem telling us that we need to do better, you know. Yeah. We need to start uplifting and start disciplining our own, and start trying to do better in life. You know, I, I'd have to say I think that's my favorite one in, in the book of yours, um, because I don't think it's just Milwaukee, but you know it, it's 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 America, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. But I, um, I don't know. Well, go ahead, Jamal. I was keeping. I was gonna say yeah. I've been I've been keeping up on the news and the situation that they got up to is is ridiculous. You know, they got a curfew out there right now. You know, you just you just got to do better. Uh, it's something, it's something wrong with the youth that they don't feel you. They don't feel loved. Right. You know, to act the way that they act. In. Yeah. Yeah. Try. yeah. I'm gonna try to play a. I'm gonna try to play a piece from the CD to see if you guys can hear it. Um, let me know, Patty, if if it's coming through clear enough. This one is um done to the. Track of Bonnie James, Ain't No Sunshine When She's Gone. I'll I, okay. on for you guys to listen now. For real? Her voice was inside my head as I read her. She wrote, such a beautiful piece of her name wrote. I'm not, 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 i uh, microphone interface there, but uh, that's okay. Um, I, have, I have one person on the line I want to grab hold of here. Oh, they dropped off. Whoops! I looks like I lost Charles. Hang on. Let me know. Lost Charles. Uh, well, I'm there. Um, and we're waiting for Charles to come back on. Uh, Mr. Walker, 
the Legends Entertainment Group wants to know which of the pieces in the book is your favorite. Oh man, um, man, it's I gotta sit there and think about that one because it's, it's, it's how do I, how do I say it? I got a, I got a couple of couple of poems that I found in here, but battle. I think the battle is is one of the one of the ones that I find there because it's it really is a living testimony to myself as a now. It's a reflection piece, really, about everything that I've been through in life. And then I just realized that, you know, once I got saved, that I'm still standing. You know, mm-hmm. out of all the people that I knew in my past, like, my friends that, that then lost their lives, you know, like, I'm still here. You know, I have a purpose, and I need to figure what that purpose is, you know. So that's what the battle was for. And I guess niggas is still scared because the Lost Falls, you know, they gave me permission to do that. You know, being being a fan and being able to reach out to an artist, and they say, you know, go ahead, young brother, you, you can do that. You know, that's one of those things where it was like, wow, that's what's up, you know. But, exactly. yeah, I, I believe those two. But I love all my poetry, even even my crude elementary stuff. We are back with Charles. Hi, Charles. Hey, I'm here. I lost you. You're okay. That's there. <laughs> So the question was, I'm not sure if you heard the question. The question is from Legends Entertainment Group. They wanted to know what your favorite piece was in the book. Um, my and favorite, what? I guess my my favorite piece that I ever written is in the book, and it's called The Power of Unconditional. There you go. Doing a card on that, right? Yeah, we're doing the car. Actually, I have a family member that's getting married, and we're going to probably do that piece at her wedding. Um, it's a very, very powerful piece. There you go. There you go. Um, let everybody know that uh, we had lost a couple people, lost Charles and a couple and somebody else all at the same time. So please call back in at seven one four two four two five one four five. Lines are precarious, and sometimes you just get dropped off, and or it takes too long for you to come in. So, uh, technology for you. <laughs> so the number is seven one four two four two five one four five. So it's uh, so you have to do. You have to put up with the technology being what it is, and, and hey, it's still a wonderful thing that we can actually talk to multiple people, and uh, being able to use this kind of interface is just awesome. But sometimes you. Actually, I just wanted to say with the with the car thing, there it will be what the second car because we actually created a car for one of the poems that's attached to a book. I forget what book that's in. I think that poem is in Midnight Love, but um, yes. in the book Midnight Love. But um, cause there's yeah, absolutely right. In Midnight Love, because there's a part. What made me really want to pursue the idea was there's a part in the book where the girlfriend buys the boyfriend a greeting card 
and I mm-hmm. created the greeting card for the story. So I thought that would be actually a real live thing to actually bring that greeting card to life and offer that greeting card for sale along with that book. And we did create that. I think we only created a short one of them, but the people loved them. The um, people I gave them to, they actually loved the card. So we're looking more into doing that. And if there's any poets out there that want to submit poetry for greeting cards, I'll be happy to look at it and see where I'm going to go with that endeavor in the future. But I I, I, I figured someone told me, Patty, I should read um, Unconditional since it's my favorite piece. Okay. All right, I'll read it. Um, This is called The Power of, of Unconditional. People tend to use the word love often or say that I'm in love with you. Never do we hear I'm unconditional with you. True love is very unconditional. It doesn't have a smell or a color or come with a little green warning sticker or an expiration date. It comes and takes you someplace you've never been. It's a romantic vision of life. You're in an unconditional state when you can look back at the past with as much pleasure as looking forward to the future. When you share desires made out of nostalgia and imagination. When image and pride is left out with the world and you're left feeling heady and warm for optimism because of the person next to you. Unconditional makes a man into a handyman and a woman into a seamstress. While he is hammering and nailing the way she is sewing the pattern, shortcomings don't exist. It's helping things turn out for the best, for people who make the best out of the way things turn out. Being in love, you have to work at. Being unconditional, your labor is over. When you are in love, you say, baby, they're playing our song. When it's unconditional, your melody is already in your head. When in love, you can still indulge in the rich self-pity of believing that no one can possibly understand you. When you're unconditional, you welcome that anticipation of being the greater joy. So are you so are you in love or are you unconditional? Awesome. Now, uh, in the book, uh, Midnight Love, I know you... You uh, have that in there, and how did that apply to the to the story? Well, at this particular point, the piece was called not that wasn't um, unconditional. That was a road travel, and a road travel applies to the story because they were going through a very emotional time in the book. Um, both were kind of like having issues within themselves. The male character, which is based off one of my Facebook friends, um, Alert, he was facing the issue of being stalked by a woman at work while holding down a new position that he, he really wanted. The female character, also a friend on my page, J.C. Rogers, J.C., she had a child. Uh, that was 16 years of age. Now, she had been with Alaric for going on four years, and um, she never told him about this daughter that she had. And actually, the daughter didn't know that she was her mother. She always thought she was the auntie. Well, it had to come about. The truth had to surface to light when, in the story, you'll find out that the baby's father is dying. And since J.C. had never met her real father, she wanted this child to get the chance to meet her real father before he died. So she had to spring the, spring the question on her mate now um, and let him know what was going on and see how he felt about that. Well, she was cool about it, but 
problem started when she wanted to go and do this alone. She didn't want him to be a part of the trip. That kind of threw him for a loop since he thought the relationship was on a different level. Mm. And that's when she, they decided to go take a weekend trip in Chicago, and on the way she, she picked up a greeting card for him, for, and she read it to him while he was driving on the freeway going to Chicago, and that's where the road travel came from. Awesome. Awesome. It's kind of funny how you wrote those earlier and then were able to uh, incorporate them to, into the story. That's great. We are on yeah. our last we're on our last three minutes, everyone, so if you need to call in, I'm gonna have people popping and then popping right back out. Um so if you wanted to talk to them, then you need to call in now. Three minutes and counting. So, uh until we get a call, I'm going to let you know. Again, seven one four two four two five one four five is a call-in number. So if he says you have an aspiring uh, author or poet, what would each of you offer for this person? What, what kind of advice? First, uh, Mr. Walker. My advice to anybody out here now that want to do poetry is, Figure out what kind of poetry you want to do, because right now there's performance poetry and then there's open mic, just poetry, poetry, where you just pour your soul out. You know, you have to figure out, are you doing poetry to get attention or are you doing poetry because you have a message that you want to give? And don't let nobody... Nobody tells you what to say or how to say it. You know, your message is your message. You have to stand on that and realize that you can save a life with your words. You know, somebody is always listening. And because they listen, you got to take heed to that and realize that the Bible says you speak life and death in the power of the tongue. You know, it's one of those things where what we say to each other is, is really important in how we say it. So you're going to use your poetry, use your poetry to uplift and help people out versus tear them down and make them feel like outcasts. Awesome. So, Charles, yeah. what would you say your your uh, advice would be? That they should listen to Mr. Walker's advice. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's great. That's great. It's handed right off there. <laughs> we are down to our last minute, and just want to what you guys have to say goodbye and and give us a ending and ending uh anything to say any anything to say at the end here, Mr. Walker. Uh, um, say thank you for this opportunity. You know. It's been a blessing, you know, being able to write and grow as a person, you know, and as a human being. Like, a lot of people know me from the open mic, know that I had a lot of stuff on my mind, but I'm better now. I'm just trying to help as many people as I can. For me, it's all about charity. 
There you go. There you go. Always comes back, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Charles, all you got time to do is say goodbye. Sorry, Charles. Goodbye. <laughs> That's the shortest you have ever said anything. <laughs> thanks both um, of you for being for thanks for both of you for being on. And no, we are we're on the last few seconds here and just wanna say thank you both for coming on and talking to us. This show will be uh, available again in its entirety for those who couldn't watch, just couldn't listen. And uh, it'll be about an hour when I put that up on Facebook and on other media, so that way you or you can get it directly from this link. So you'll be able to listen to it in its entirety at your leisure. So I'll be giving you guys the codes so that way you can put it wherever you want, okay? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Thanks, guys. Yeah, guys, have it. Everyone, I just want to say goodbye and have a really great weekend. And see you next time. We have another show in about a. It'll be a week from now. So, uh, see you on next weekend. Goodbye. This is KWAD Radio. Patty Holstrand signing off.